Welcome to another episode of the Liberty Broadcast, broadcasting live out of Austin, Texas, or what the cool the cool part of Austin, Texas, every Tuesday. You can watch our episode live at thelibertybroadcast.com. Without further ado, we actually have Lacey. She is ready to join us. So joining us is the newest addition to the Liberty Broadcast. That is uh, Liberty Lacey. Lacey, can you hear me? Yeah, sounds good from my side. Awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and add you in to the show. Perfect. Hi. Hi. See, I knew if we turned it off and turned it back on, it would get fixed. Yeah. That's (laughs) the magic trick always, right? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Uh, So yeah, so we're just going down. um, Our last show, as you know, uh, it went on uh, and we didn't really get to get into too much news. So I wanted to try to get through some news today. So we'll just get into it. And uh, I just wanted to go over that. Also, another death, uh, recent death. Uh, that I wanted to talk about. Why can't I? Maybe I'm not clicked. There it is. Um, is President Trump's older sister, uh, Judge Marianne Trump, Barry, uh, passed away. Um, so Trump's sister passed away. So that was a sad thing as well. I'm wow, sure like out of the loop on that. I didn't know. It's the first I'm hearing of it. Wow. Yeah, I know it's it's but she was uh I think she was like 86 or something. I just had the article up. I think she was 86. But they say yeah, 86. She died of uh, natural causes is what they say. Uh but she was a senior judge on the US Court of Appeals for the 3rd Circuit and she retired in 2019. She was appointed to the U.S. Wow. District Court for the District of New Jersey by Ronald Reagan in 83 and was appointed to the U.S. Court of Appeals Third Circuit by then uh, Bill Clinton was president. So there is that. 86 years old. Man, that is sure is a long, long life. I don't know. Yeah, you got to hope you make it to 86. Yeah, 86 is is pretty up there for sure. So it's going to be crazy by the time we're 86. Like, I'd like to think about what in the world's going to be going on 40 years from now. Yeah, I know. It's 40 plus, 40 plus years. Okay. Yeah. Whenever you think about like all the stories that your grandparents or the elders have of, you know, and the things that they've been through in the wars that they've seen. It's crazy to think about what we're going to be seeing next and what our parents are seeing now, you know, and so like every generation is getting some kind of (laughs) just, just the word like doomsday. Everyone gets their own doomsday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty They say wild. like every generation has them that moment where they feel like the world's gonna end, but uh I don't know. I Are used, we gonna make it to eighty six? Yeah. I you know, honestly, it's kinda weird, but I almost used to obsess over like maybe not obsess, but I used to think a lot about the world ending. And like but it was always from an alien invasion. Think of our kids now, like they definitely know it's going to be from, uh, you know, whatever environmental crisis they've got talking about in schools. Yeah. Like what, the anxiety level. What did you think? 
you know, I kind of didn't even drift as a kid, at least. I didn't drift into that realm of, of the end of times. But now it's like, oh, my gosh, you know, make Orwell fiction again. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, it's definitely dark times, dark times. Um, so let's see, MMA fighter, we're going to keep moving. Let's see, MMA fighter yes. breaks through a matrix with Trump was indi indicted before anyone on Epstein's client list t-shirt. So pretty cool. And it's kind of crazy, this picture, right? This picture looks all, looks old, like dated or something. This is cool. I like the way this looks. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it's true. It's interesting. And that's always the case, right? Every, it's almost like we can use that comparison a little too often. They want to like totally hide that part, like the actual origin of us talking about it and focus on Bill Burr's wife flicking Donald Trump off. Like you can see how they're spinning that to be like the thing to talk about. But I mean, it's let's so just popular. Avoid the whole point of the amazing shirt, right? Yeah, and the right. balls for him to wear that. Yeah, no, it's a big deal. Wait, no, you love you love to see it. You love to see you love to see it, and it's more common in like UFC and MMA because these fighters see it themselves. You know, it's it's all you know because they're they're kind of like. They're not in that realm of um, celebrityism, you know, like uh, actors, actresses, and singers who are kind of groomed throughout this whole thing. And so they are more easy to go with the flow when you throw something radical at them. But MMA and, and UFC and these fighters that are in these like sports, all they do is train. All they do is train. And so they're not into really, they, they were never really into politics, I would say, the majority of them. They were more focused on training, fighting, techniques, like all this stuff. And I feel like now we're at a point where no one has a choice but to look at the, you know, the, but to look at it because it's right in our faces. And now it's affecting people, you know with the vaccine and things like that. It's, it, you know, like now it's right. affecting them and they don't have a choice. They have to see what's going on and they call it for what it is because they haven't been brainwashed like the celebrity has, you know, with all the pizza gate stuff. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, so that's, that's my take on it. That's great. I mean, we need more of that. Obviously we need a lot more attention on what's going on with the echelon, the higher echelon, and overindulging and everything that's going on on uh, that was going on on Epstein Island. Yeah, that's I, not the only place it's happening either. Like you got, it's it's not over. It's still happening. Yeah, I know exactly. Like like we're supposed to believe that such a giant operation like that, doing something so insanely profound is just going to disappear with one guy going to jail. You know, it's, it's... Yeah, it definitely didn't end with him. I'm sure it didn't begin with him either, but the more attention on it, the better. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so all, speaking of uh, UFC, uh, Dana White says, fuck Peloton after learning they threatened to pull ads from Theo Vaughn's show over RFK Jr. interview. So I want to say, like, 
I don't know if you guys or if Lacey, if you've ever watched uh, Theo Vaughn's podcast. Have you ever seen that? I've seen some clips. I haven't watched a full podcast, but I've seen some of the highlights. Have you, Drones? Sorry, I've vaguely seen, um, I think I saw it on this show, actually. What was he doing? I recognized the guy. Was it just on the show? <laughs> Man, you know what? He is so funny. He really is so he funny. Is funny. He is so funny. He cracks me up so hard. And he isn't even saying anything. It's so ridiculous. I feel like an idiot for thinking the shit he says is funny. That's how funny he is. <laughs> I'm like, why am I laughing? It is. This it is, is the most funny. ridiculous show. It's nice to show. laugh sometimes. Too, I know. So it's, it's so very crazy. Easy. It's so crazy. Uh, let me say hi to everybody in the chat. I, I do see the chat going on over there. Uh, if you guys didn't know, we are joined today by Liberty Lacey. She is the newest addition to the Liberty broadcast. Um, so, <laughs> so excited to have her on. Um, so welcome everyone in the chat. What's up, Anthony? What's good, homie? Um, that's cool. Anthony in the chat. Anthony from Border News Network. Uh, we've had him on the show a bunch of times. We love it. So hopefully we'll get it. Maybe we'll get an update soon. Uh, what's up? What's up, Jacob in the chat? How is it going? Okay. So let's see. Let's see this um, Peloton story here. UFC Dana White says, fuck Peloton after learning they threatened to pull ads from Theo Vaughn's show over. Okay, so I'm going to also show you guys the clip that I showed to Don recently because it was so funny. It had me cracking up and he was just saying the stupidest shit. Uh, so UFC president Dana White appeared on a comedian Theo Vaughn's popular podcast filmed at the UFC headquarters. Um, and basically, this is a clip from it. So Would let's you? check it out. Today's guest is an entrepreneur. He's a renegade. Oh, is it uh, just going to show model? me the whole thing? Sorry. One second. Let me. Oh, see. <laughs> I'm just going to press buttons, drones, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, I'm just going to press buttons. Sorry. I thought usually whenever I click on that, I think because it went to YouTube. Um, oh, that is not the article. Oh, it is completely gone. Okay. Sorry about that. Uh, so usually I, I hit the wrong button. I told you guys I'm getting button crazy. Uh so here is the clip. I didn't want to play the whole uh, episode because that is a long one. Uh, but here is the part that I was talking about. When you do a sponsorship deal with somebody, you have to look deep into who they are and, you know, who's running the company, who's making the decisions, and are you aligned? Yeah. I love that, man. Yeah, because we had Robert Kennedy Jr. on, and we had a company call or a couple companies call after that, and say yeah just stuff about them we're not advertising on this episode my advertisers like you guys need to take the episode down you know and uh and and we ended up and what's wrong with him nothing nothing guy's fucking brilliant and i've known guy's him for, a smart fucking i've known him for seven years great guy right. i mean a neat man right i i've never met him yeah i've only watched his stuff and and you got this whole democrat republican fucking all this crazy bullshit he's a fucking democrat yeah right 
But now they hate him just because he doesn't believe. Like he's this. a Democrat with common sense. Right. Yeah. Right. He's like an old school Democrat. Yeah. And smart guy, whatever. Let me tell you this. Let me fucking tell you this. This is America. You can fucking have whoever you want on your podcast. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. Imagine a sponsor that's sponsoring you, calling you and telling you that you can't have this guy. What sponsor did it? Um, I, it? I, let me think. And I'm not afraid to name him. I don't know if I remember. I really don't. Right. I don't know if I believe you, but okay. That's fair. Um, <laughs> but I really don't know if I remember. <laughs> Imagine, and this happened to me too. This, this happened to me. I posted a video for Trump, right? Mm -hmm. On my personal social media. And one of our big sponsors called and said, take that down. You know what I said? Go fuck yourself. Yeah. You vote for whoever you want to vote for, and I'll vote for whoever I want to vote for. That's how this works. I don't even care who you're voting for. It's none of my fucking business. But fuck you. Yeah. Don't ever fucking call me and tell me who to vote for. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel in fear these days, you know? A lot of people feel in fear that if they don't vote for certain people, they're going to lose their jobs. Yeah. I mean, it's Hollywood, for example. Think about how fucking crazy that is. It sounds insane. It sounds yeah. just like... Well, it'll keep happening unless more people stand up for themselves. Yeah. And give them the fuck you response. There you go. And uh, we love to see it. We love to see the pushback. Yeah, for sure. Right. That's so great. The Yvonne hilarious dude he is so funny let me see if i can find his so he did um i don't i haven't really well i watched like one of his podcasts and i'm not trying to go down too big of a rabbit hole um but uh he did this one recently and the opening of it was i have some tour dates to let you oh, know about shit. athens Georgia. sorry 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 uh, the beginning of it was so funny and I showed it on, how do I, I don't even know. I fucking, you know, it's because we're not on YouTube that, uh, oh, I found it that, uh, I don't really know. Whoa. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so let's see. So yeah, so this is the video. I just going to play the opening of it because it's just so funny and I want you guys to laugh with me about this and then we'll move on and then we'll move on from there. So let's check it out. And be in it. Be a great show to get a ticket to. We also have limited tickets left for and I breathe. Damn it. Get all I'll go. Uh, Sorry. <sighs> And sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll go, uh, I'll go a month without thinking I breathe. You ever do that? <laughs> I'm like, damn, oh, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just, I need air to keep going. I'm like a kite. You know, I'm like a kite. You know, I'm like one of God's kites. We all are. You know, it's like we need air to keep going. But I forget about that, boy. I, I just forget. <laughs> I just won't even take any. I won't even. I guess I'm breathing, but I just don't even. I just I'm doing like a little like just. Just breathing, but not, you know, not like. Not really. 
you know, I'm not doing the big, you know, them party boys, you know. I'm not taking them big, <laughs> them big hits off the universe like, <laughs> like well, I should be, because that's good for me. Big breathing, they call it, I think. When you're doing big breathing, boy. But yeah, I'm like that. I'm like a kite, I think. I forget that. I forget to fill myself with air. I'm, what if you saw a kite just just bouncing along the sidewalk, just rattling along? You'd be like, damn, that's a fucking... That's the dumbest kite I ever seen, boy. You'd be like, kite, get some fucking air, homie. He's just like... Burr, 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 burr. I don't know. Can I have a cigarette? You know, he's just like, God, that kite is a... That's why you gotta... You got to get that launch in you, baby. Mm. But yeah, anyway, breathing. And this is kind of the time of year I feel like I can finally sometimes take a breath. You know, you can feel the holidays right up there. They're coming. You can all right, all right. All right, okay, okay. He's really <laughs> funny. It's true. He's so funny that like it was so that's so funny. That was me trying to watch a, a podcast of his. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely recommend it. So funny. I love laughing, though. So and he seems to make me laugh a lot. So check it out if you haven't already. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. All right. Let's yeah. keep it. Keep funny it. Guy. Yeah, he's so funny. All right, here we go. Study linked cell phone use to lower sperm count, but author downplays findings. So a Swiss study found high cell phone use was associated with reduced male fertility measures, but experts criticized the authors for speculating newer phone Newer phones emit less radiation and for their ties to a group aligned with telecom industry's interest. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you guys might see this all the time. Um, that is the crotch to cell phone distance. This, if you're doing this, I would agree. This is too close. Wow. This is too close. <laughs> Get some breathing room around that. Uh, men who frequently use their cell phones may suffer from low sperm counts than those that do not, according to a new Swiss study that adds to the mounting body of evidence showing a link between cell phone use and decreased male fertility. So we all know that they want to depopulate, right? They, of course, this new technology, they don't give a shit about any frequencies or any any radiation or anything coming off of any electric device at all. Otherwise, they wouldn't be installing 5G towers every mile. It's Do you true. see that over there in Florida? Just tons of towers? Oh, yeah. It's bad. It's real bad. And they're always next to schools. Like, mm -hmm. that just isn't right. Yeah. So they definitely don't care about what's coming out of a cell phone whenever they're implanting a gigantic, you know, 10G tower down the street from elementary school. There's one by us. There's an elementary school mm -hmm. and right outside the track is a giant 5G tower. And every time I look up, I'm looking around like, where's that fucking 5G tower? I know it's around here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know it's around here. So 
But you um, think about cell phones, you wear it, you put it in your pocket. Women put it in their bra sometimes. Uh, Wearing tech is bad. We shouldn't yeah. do it. We shouldn't be carrying it around on our bodies. No, not at all. Not at all. And, uh, you know, I have these sunglasses, Adon, uh, my husband, he got me these sunglasses for Christmas and they're Bose and they play music and you can like list, like you could talk on the phone with them on. And when I first got them, I was like, oh shit, I'm living in the future. Like I was in the grocery store wearing sunglasses, listening to music and like talking on my phone with my sunglasses. And it was so great. And then I started getting like, then I started really thinking about it. And then I was like, oh my God, this is the worst thing I could have on me. And so I just let the battery die down and I don't use them at all. I just use them for sunglasses only. I don't turn them on. There you go. But I feel kind of, yeah. I mean, think about wireless earbuds. It's like cooking our brains on slow and low, like a good, delicious roast. It's that little bit of EMF Mm -hmm. every time you wear them or your watch. But yeah, yeah, don't put them in your ears. It's too close to your brain, people. Yeah, I even bought those EMF, like all the stuff you put on your phone and the stickers and like the different things that you can use to block those uh, frequencies and stuff. I try to do what I can, but and I even bought like a little reader, but it's so complicated. (laughs) Like the one I bought is so ridiculous. Because it's it's like multi-use, like, you know, check for cameras and do this and do that. It has like all these oh, uses. Okay. And so it's like so crazy. And in the reviews, it was like, this thing has so many instructions. And I was like, I don't care. I'll, you know, look up a YouTube video or something on it. But I haven't even got to that. I just like bought this really, not expensive, but high costly you know, thing to tell me about the readings and stuff on the devices I have in the house. Because I remember um, an old, an old uh, boss of mine, uh, he was, his wife and him were like super into like blocking frequencies and doing all of this, like going like way out. They had like a big reader that had like a big needle, you know, that would like read the, you know, whatever the waves or whatever any you know, around them. And he goes, look, check this out. And he plugged in his microwave and he put the reader on the table and it was like, like it was like moving and he, and the microwave wasn't even on. It was, it wasn't even on. Just plugged in. It was just, just, it was just plugged in. And he was like, this is why we don't like, we only use in their microwave. They just had like extra dishes. Like they just used it as a Mm. cabinet. Uh, because of that. And so because of that, I was always also the same way about microwaves. Like I really, I don't use microwaves. I, if I have leftover anything, I prefer to heat it up like a normal tasting, like from the restaurant. Heat it in the stove, (laughs) heat it in the oven. Yes. So microwaves freak me out. Phones, I carry my phone, but I do think about it, you know, because also, um, an old coworker of mine's daughter got cancer. Um, I don't know, like some cancer in her leg or something. And he was like, yeah, every time she always had her cell phone, he goes, I think she got it from having her phone on her all the time. And this was like a long time ago. This was probably like over 10 years ago. And she had her cell phone always tucked under her shorts 
or right on her lap all the time. Like if she drove, she had it right there. She always had it in her that same spot all the time. And he was like, honestly, I think it's from her phone. And I was like, oh, my God. So I don't ever have my phone close to my – I try to keep it away from my body. And if I take um, phone calls, then I just do it on speakerphone if I don't have like a wired headset yeah. to connect to it. Yeah, I don't like that. It freaks me out. I feel like my phone gets hot sometimes, even though it doesn't, but I feel like some kind of energy from it. I just don't, I don't know. I hate it. I hate I how much I rely on it. And it's it. so much worse <laughs> when you're charging it, when you have it plugged into the wall. Oh um, yeah, like you're I've supposed seen, to stay away from okay, it. Okay, I've just seen videos basically, but they use the EMF reader to see what the phone's giving off and then check it again when it's plugged in and charging and it's just spikes. Yeah. I, it definitely is bad, right? Like connected. And, and I've seen multiple articles about that before about people touching their phones or being even close to their phones while they're charging. And uh, even my nieces and nephews and stuff that have gaming devices, I'm like, Whenever I visit, I'm like always trying to drop little red pills or little just normal pill. Like, you know, I'm just like, hey, don't forget to keep that away from your head when you're charging it or don't like keep it in the other room or charge it in the living room or, you know, because it's it freaks me out. It really freaks me out. Yeah. And I know people that that have those head. You see that so much, right? People that have the wireless earbuds in all the time. Like all yeah. the time, even if they're not using them, they're just in their ear ready to answer the phone. So weird. So, I mean, yeah. I get the convenience of it, but it's still, it's crazy. It is crazy. Uh, so let's see. I didn't think I went through. Oh no. What, what is happening? I guess we have like a weirdo in the chat. Okay. All right, uh, let's keep it moving. What's up is, oh, what's up, Kristan Harris in the chat. Oh, shit. Kristan Har uh, Harris uh, recently hosted, right, for, um, I think the, the American, American Journal. Yeah, the American Journal. Yeah. So what's up, Liberty? He said, who is Liberty Lacey? Lacey, you want to tell us it's a little me. bit about yourself? Tell us okay, about yourself. Well yeah, sure. Well, mo my handle's actually Lacey too, so you might know me from there on Instagram. It's my real name on Facebook, which is Lacey Knipe. But of course, my favorite name of all is Liberty Lacey. So happy to join the team. Number one fan, now part of the family. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging out in the chat. I was actually checking out Kristan uh, right before the show came on tonight. Because I was watching the Rundown Live. Yeah, the so Rundown Yeah, we love the Rundown Live. And I love the timing of it. You know, it's like everybody else has their show at the same time that I have my show, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> he's the pre-show. Yeah, he's the pre-show for sure. For sure. And he's so good. And Kristan, we love you so much. You're so great. I can't wait to hang out with you again. He's come here to Austin before in the past. And uh He's definitely a good time. I'll, I should probably yeah. go ahead and say um, that uh, we, we're going to be having our shows open quite a bit from now on, right? Tell them yeah, about that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's tell, right. tell them about that. Go for it. All right. So uh, basically what's going to end up happening is, is uh, 
we are going to have um, most uh, most all of our shows are going to you're going to be able to call in and you can also come in and join as a video guest. And Liberty Lacey is going to be running a green room for that. So every single show, like you know, like um, you can have a chance to pop on uh, Chris Don if you ever you know this. Basically, we want to be a show like that's uh, always like available for everybody just to hop on and uh, say what's up at any point in time. Yeah, we are so excited to launch this new kind of take with the show. So, um, you know, we're going to have a kind of an open platform where we can have guests, even, you know, big guests just pop in if they're available and free kind of anytime they want. And of course, we'll have scheduled guests as well, but we're always going to have the back end open. We have um, now Liberty Lacey managing uh, kind of that aspect of it, getting you guys all set up so that you can join us um, here on the show live. So if you are um, free and you don't have to be a giant guest, you can be, I mean, you are a giant guest to us, um, but it, literally anybody can uh, join in on the show and you can do it video uh, chat and it will look like this. It'll, or like yeah. this, it'll look like this. But how <laughs> fresh is this? Like who does a video call-in show? Yeah. Very it's fresh, so cool. very new. I love it. So excited to be a part of it. Yeah. Yep. It's so great. So <laughs> if, uh, if you go to, uh, the Liberty broadcast.com and you go click up here and just call in area, like it'll take you to, uh, this area of the page where it says enter studio. Um, let you know the password. The password can change. It might not change. Um, we'll, sometimes we might give a topic and we'll put that in here um, if there is a topic. But basically, you'll just click on this and uh, this will take you directly. You'll enter in the password, whatever the password was you saw earlier, and then you'll enter it in here and then you'll be inside the show. Uh, Lacey will take care yeah, of you from there. Yeah, yeah. You'll be in the back end of the show. So, of course, we will do a little bit of a little quick screen screening almost, but also to line you up and get audio right. Um, and then we will add you in instantly. It'll be so awesome. And I'm really excited. And I cannot take credit at all for this. This is mm -hmm. all drones and uh, Liberty Lacey's kind of um, – collaboration idea and they brought it to me and I was like, Oh my God, you know, this is awesome. This is such a great idea. And so we will be doing that from now on. So look forward to, to us doing that. And even if we don't, we aren't opening the phone lines. If you pop into the back end, we'll be able to see you. Um, right. So if they, yep. if they pop in, we can see them and we can see that, that they want to come on. And if we're able to do that, then we will, if we're not, sometimes we're not like, we don't have the back end ready, uh, because we're doing something else with it. Bless you. Uh, then we will, <laughs> we will have it. Uh, like tonight, I'm available. not actually monitoring it right now, but right. when you do join us in the green room, you can also watch the show live. So you're not going to miss out on anything. You'll basically be kind of hanging out in the green room, waiting for your turn to come on the air. Similar to if you call into the Alex Jones show, you get to listen while you're on hold. Uh, but this you get to actually watch while you're on hold. So I know it's, it's so fun. I'm so excited about it. Uh, so this is a new thing for the Liberty broadcast. We will be testing it out. So remember uh, to check out the libertybroadcast.com. Slash guest. Slash guest. Yeah, I'm just going to show you one more time. Uh, so the call-in, we our arrows don't work to show you where we're pointing, but at the top you'll see 
home call-in, donate, chat, show, news, follow, and so on. Um, so, of course, you'll click on the call-in button at the top, and uh, that will take you to the call-in page. And uh, so here it is here. So from the Liberty broadcast to the call-in. It's a little bit about that. Okay, uh, so let's keep it moving. Also, you know, kind of on the UFC subject, of course, in the news was Donald Trump, Don Jr., Tucker Carlson, Kid Rock, and uh, of course, Dana White get heroes welcome at Madison Square Garden uh, for UFC fights. So I <laughs> absolutely love Tucker's. He's such a child, a man child with his excitement. Uh, how cool. Let's check this out. And what a such a badass song, right? Right. You just want to hear that the rest of that song. Hey, so I'm young. Yeah. I'm the one that takes you there. Like, ah, such a badass song. Such a cool entrance. Um, I do yeah. want to give a shout out to Maria in the chat. Um, she, I love her so much. I love you, Maria. Maria, Maria. <laughs> little bit of that for you uh hope you're doing good maria thanks for tuning in um she is like a part of my family like through um my cousins and stuff so hello she's so sweet okay uh here's some more news and and what did you think about that i'm sorry did you see that already i'm sure you did lacy Oh, yeah. I loved it. I mean, come on. Who can be as happy? Like, you can only wish to be as happy as Tucker looked in that picture. Seriously. Right? <laughs> the Overwhelming. He looked so happy. He was just like, he yeah. was like madness, right? Like, like life goals. Life like goals right there. Bottle that up. That. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Bottle that up. That's a, That's the look of a lotto winner. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. how cool. No, overall wonderful. Like we need more of that right now so much. Just like epic energy. Wonderful. We need that. We need that bad. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. It's good to see. It's so good to see. It's for some reason, you know, that feeling that you get when you watch that, it's a very patriotic feeling. You know, it's a feeling yeah. like I feel like such a an American when I watch that. Like so like I feel so pumped up and proud to be an American, you know, whenever. I, and yeah. I don't know why. It's so crazy. It's just like all of them embody like just this beautiful American dream, you know, and, and the end goal. You know, all of the, the ideas of them combined is just it's like the. Um, you know, it's the light that you want 
It's a feeling. Yeah. You want that feeling. And uh, hopefully we can get there in the future. You know, we have to be optimistic, even though we're going through some pretty rough, weird, crazy times. Man, Bidenomics works for me. What are you talking about, Rachel? I don't uh, understand. It's, things are great. Things are perfect. Hell no, they are not, Lacey. <laughs> Let me tell you what. My coffee went up. My coffee went up. I was so, I went to get a coffee today and mm. I signed for it and I was like, um, what did you, did you charge me for a 12 ounce of uh, coffee? And she was like, yeah, sorry, our prices went up. And I was like, oh, oh. gosh, I know because I mean, I love, mm. absolutely love this coffee bar. It's Summer Moon Coffee here in Austin and they, I've been going to them for too long you know, over 10 years. And, uh, so, so sad to see that now they're being hit, you know, as well by everything. And they haven't had a price increase that I can recall, you know, so, so they're definitely made it probably longer than most. Literally everything that we have to buy or that we want to buy, it's just prices are up so crazy. Yeah, everything else. Sorry, go ahead. High as Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah. As high as Hunter Biden. Yeah. Inflation up as high as Hunter Biden. (laughs) Inflation. Hunter Biden. Picture of Hunter Biden. Inflation. You know the one. You know the one where he's at the dentist showing his teeth. Oh, don't. (laughs) Why? You know what I really hate is that if you say that, I know the one. I know the picture. And if you say like, if you say like the Great Lakes, like, or whatever, the like tattoo or the The fingerlings, the fingerlings. Yeah. Sorry. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. If like, I instantly have that picture in my brain. Who gets that on their back? Like, I don't understand that. That's crazy. Or like seeing him like smoking crack in that water or whatever. Like, oh Oh, gosh, why? He was supposed to be in rehab in that picture. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I know. Oh, so disgusting. Why are these images? You know, I have a really bad memory sometimes. Why can't I have a bad memory of those pictures? (laughs) They, like, haunt me. They haunt me forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So let's move on. Let's see. Pope Francis fires LGBTQ bishop. Uh, so of course we we've seen this anyway with the Pope. Um, so this isn't a big giant surprise, I would say. The Ameri- So let's just go down here. So Texas Bishop Joseph Strickland, a, a prominent figure amongst traditionalist American Catholics and critic of Pope Fra- Pope Francis for making the church more welcoming to the LGBT community, was removed from his post as bishop. Uh, so, of course, he's getting uh, let go because of his resistance, which is all that we see uh, in the, you know, in the recent times. So the Holy Father has removed. But yeah, he's such a Holy Father. It's so crazy. I wonder, Lacey, what do you think? Like, what do you think the percentage is in in um, Catholics that have turned against their religion Catholicism because of the things that Pope Francis has done? 
I think it also started with all of the pedophilia that they got caught with. It was like a slow trickle going way downhill. But with this most recent pope, um, you know, it's really gotten out of control. I know Michael Savage used to say, you know, he used to work in a nightclub and now he's the pope. So it kind of is like you you picked him out of the bottom of the barrel and yeah. raised him up just right to have the highest position. So what exactly is going on there? Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's it's such insanity. And, you know, I didn't grow up with a strong religious background or a religious background at all. I didn't grow up going to church. No one talked to me at all about the Bible, except for my grandma on my mom's side for the little bit of time that I was around her as a baby before she passed away or like as a small child. Um, she, I just remember my grandma always had like all of the, you know, the, you know, the crucifixion, crucifixion, like portrait and like all of the shrines stuff. like my grandma's walls were covered in right. crosses and like old knickknacks and just like photos of Jesus and like all of this, like it, she had rosaries all the time and I mean, everywhere, every room, uh, her bedroom, her living room, her kitchen, everywhere. And, uh, you know, she passed away, like I said, when I was a child. So that was the only uh, religious anything that I had around me. And I wasn't even around her un like to like go to church with her or do anything like that. I was just knew about her, the way her house was. Um, right. So, so to me whenever I started thinking about religion um, is because my husband is Catholic and I honestly looked at um, Catholicism as the, not the, like, I don't want to say weirdest, but the one that freaked me out the most, uh, but the most as to what I knew, because I know that there's other religions I don't really know too much about, but I'm sure right. I would think they're way beyond what I think of Catholicism, but of the Christian ones that I knew, which was Christianity and Catholicism, basically, and Baptist a little bit, uh, I didn't really know anything else about any other religion. And, um, yeah, I'm I was kind of the same way. I have a kind of a similar experience that I say I'm Christian, but growing up, we didn't go to church in my household. Believe in God, of course. Of course, growing up as a child, I'm praying every night as I'm going to sleep. But we never were like active. We didn't have a church. We didn't go to church. Now, uh, my cousin, she was the opposite. They were going to church every Sunday. And when we got older, we got closer. I remember she was never allowed to stay the night with us because she would miss church on Sundays. That ended up making me really upset. So that was kind of my first experience of, oh, my God, I can't believe they're making her go every Sunday. She cannot miss. Like, this is really important to them. And that, like, didn't that didn't even really register with me because I wasn't part of my day to day life. Uh, then later in, like, I would say high school years, I had the experience of my friends being like, oh, come to church with me. We have this youth group. And it ended up being Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints, which I found out was Mormon. I, I knew nothing about Mormon religion. And it was kind of like my remembering this experience 
pretty intense. You go in there as an outsider in the youth group, and all of a sudden they're asking you really weird questions about what do you know about Mormons? Do you think that Mormons can have multiple wives? And I'm like, I don't think about the Mormon religion, really had no idea that the Church of Jesus Christ and Latter-day Saints was Mormon. I just I'm just here to hang out with my friend. Right. So it was a little intense. They're in there like trying to dispel rumors about the religion. And I'm like, oh, this is creeping me out. Like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Not going back. Not yeah. going back. Yeah. I've experienced something <laughs> like that too about, you know, I've had some friends in <laughs> middle school that were involved in a church where they did tongue, where they talked in tongue. And oh, wow. here right. I am, someone who doesn't know anything about religion really or the bible um was just hanging out with my skater friends and his dad was a priest and he was like oh come with me to i don't remember it was a, it was like a teen night for the church or like some right. kind of thing okay. they had like a youth group okay it was uh it An was a um, yeah it, to get new members it was a gape christian center and okay. So I went there and all of a sudden I was freaked out. Like people were like talking in tongue, falling on the ground. Like it was a, I, I mean, I have had never seen anything like that in my entire life or even heard about this being a thing that happened in churches. Like I had no idea. Right, and so right. that freaked me out big time. And so of course I wasn't like, Ooh, let me learn more about religion. You know, as a teenager, <laughs> yeah. I was the, uh, you know, I was, I was kind of like, oh, that's kind of freaky. And, right. uh, you know, the older I got, the more I was interested and I'm still, I still don't know a lot, but I'll listen. I like hearing Bible stories. I like whenever, um, my husband or another, uh, my friend, Sam Montoya, um, he's really, really, uh, lives a you know, goes to church and does the whole thing every week. And he's, he helps, he, you know, he played band in, band or he played, played in the choir or whatever you call it in the church. He played music in the church. And, uh, for a long time he grew up in the church. And so he, all the time when I'm around him, he always tells stories from the Bible. Like he always compares whatever the situation is that we're going through with a story from the Bible. And I really like how he breaks it down to me because yeah. whether or not I'm fully invested in it or not, like the stories, I'm like, oh, okay. So there's a part right. in the Bible that says this in it, and this is a meaning that you can interpret from it. And right. so that's interesting to me. And then of course, you know, when I got with my husband and he was uh, Catholic, I was like, okay, let's learn. I will learn about it. I will listen to it. I'll check it out. And we went to some churches and, you know, we we're looking around. But it's just like, even to me, it's just the religion has been attacked on such a high ground that it's hard to even un like who do you even go like if I now is the worst time to join a church you know it's like every church we went to um a thing for I don't even know for like Mother's Day maybe or something that they were having at the church and even during one of the services that they were having they were talking about Ukraine 
and stuff, mm. you know? And no, so no, no. I was like, mm, this isn't a church for us, you know? So it's well, like, let me tell you about the river church. The night that I got to meet Alex Jones with oh, Pastor yeah. Rodney Howard Brown. Yes. Tell was, us about that. Man, that really, let me, uh, okay. First of all, great church. If you're in the Tampa Bay area, check it out. It's an amazing church. I feel like he's, literally on the same wavelength as Alex Jones. I was so shocked to hear him talking about how bad the shot was, about how we need to stop the new world order. I'm like, this is amazing. I wish that more um, just getting people together to hear that message is great. So that was super exciting. Like, yeah, we were, I, was, I couldn't believe it. It was great. It was wonderful. We were so excited also because you were asking Alex when he was oh, going to come. I got my book signed. Oh, yeah. I, I stood in line to tell him to come on the show. <laughs> I know. We really appreciate that. We had no <laughs> idea. And then the next day, somebody sent me the video. And yeah. I was like, what? What? I was wearing the shirt as well, which he gave me a shout out. He told me he loved my shirt. I'm like, we. I actually said... I want you to take this seriously. We want you to run. So go ahead and do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Alex. Poor Alex. You know what I mean? I was just talking to drones about, about him and the stresses and, and like kind of everything that's going on. And, you know, I don't know if it, like I saw just a small part of the show and I, or I heard about the show also a little bit, but I know today he was like super, upset and yeah, he you can couple of days. yeah the past yeah the we yeah yeah yesterday and today for sure and uh it's just you just feel so Hard. bad for the man you know because so heavy you know he's and been in this fight for so long you I know? don't know how he can handle the pressure of it but pressure makes diamonds so just keep making this man stronger like that's all they're doing Honestly, it may seem like you're going through this ridiculous thing while you're going through it. But in the end, I really think he will prevail. Infowars will prevail and only come out stronger. I mean, how can you not? Yeah. How can you not? Yeah. This is there's just no other option. We can't let it go away. Just period. Right. Yeah. I agree. I agree. So pray for Alex tonight. Yeah, he need, he sure. needs all the prayers he can get. And for Owen, of course, and all of the other J6ers um, right. that are suffering. Uh, just kind and of the right worst. to Owen. He wants some letters, people. Come on, you can do it. Yes, right to Owen. Right to Owen. Right to Owen. And hopefully they're giving him his letters. Uh, so we'll see. Maybe um, I haven't wrote to Owen. I'm telling you guys to write to him. I haven't wrote to him. So maybe me and Adon will write to Owen. And then later we'll say, did you get our letter? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like And like check and see if he's receiving. I really receiving. hope that, they, that mm -hmm. they're letting him get his letters and that he gets out of solitary soon. I I know when he did do the one broadcast that they ended up putting it on X, um, I was so happy to hear that yeah. he had a radio. Because you get you yeah, get to have yeah, but then he got listen to something. Yeah, then he got put in solitary confinement after that. So he's probably not going to still have the radio at that point. No, no, no. I doubt That's it. That's terrible. I doubt it. That's sad. Yeah. I mean, they call it solitary confinement, 
because they want you to feel totally alone. And uh, it's a mental game, really, you know. It's so messed up. Uh, so pray for Owen and, like I said, all of the other uh, J6ers. Some some not in uh, such nice, I wouldn't say nice, but such uh, low security like Owen is. You know, there are some right. J6ers that are in higher security places that are also being in solitary confinement. I think any kind of solitary confinement, even the one that Sam Montoya had to go through, which was in his own home. Um, mm -hmm. you know, and that's how come I have like such a soft spot for even Owen's low minimum security three month, whatever. I mean, how about you guys put your phones up and lock yourself in your bedroom and don't eat and don't, like, and, and, and yeah, <laughs> garbage. Yeah. And, uh, and do that for three months and then come back and tell me, mm -hmm. you know, or I mean, you know, Sam, we would go visit Sam Montoya when he was on house arrest. And uh, so he might have got house arrest, but he has um, like close to $100,000 that he has he has to pay. He has to pay it. And mm. he doesn't have, you know, this giant, like a lot of other J6ers, you know, they don't right. have this giant outreach that others do, you know. And so it's even harder. And so prayers for all of them. All of the hey, J6ers. I got to meet Sam at the Liberty uh, Awards. So oh yeah, he cool. came. I know. I yeah, thank goodness. I enjoyed I... hanging out with him a little bit and Adon yeah. sitting in the back of the room. That I was know. Fun. Adon's fun so night. funny. I was so busy <laughs> that night. It was incredible. You I... were running like crazy, but you did great. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, Adon's going up. What is happening? Like, I didn't even know he was going on stage until he was going on stage. Like, and everybody we were kept there, it a secret. And I'm like, wait a minute. They, because when they were reading over, like, everybody in that category, somehow it skipped his name. Yeah. His name was first. And we looked at each other like, wait, wait a minute. What just happened? But then he won. So. Yeah, that was so crazy. Uh, like I said, no one really told me anything the whole time. And so so I didn't really know. And I didn't really, I wasn't really on it to be like, oh, my God, like knew when that was happening because I was running all over the place. Uh, the American Liberty Awards, that was, that was such a fun time. You know, yeah. I just. So fun. Yeah, it was so much fun. I, you know, it, unfortunately, just like anything else, there's, uh, there also came a lot of in, in, uh, what is it called? Infighting, um, yeah, little, bit. little infighting, Maybe just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it, it just really, um, for me was just, I felt so good in that position, you know, of running around and doing, running and, and fixing this problem and running and fixing, putting this fire out and putting this fire out and running and doing that. So it like the experience that I had just on my own without um, anything else, like any of the infighting or any of the other stuff that was going on um, right. was so cool. It was so oh, cool. Oh, yeah. The experience was really great. When all was said and done, I had a great night. Yeah, uh, we were so happy that you were able to, that, you know, come. Oh, yeah, I loved it. Can't wait to do it again. Yeah, next so time fun. you'll have to stay like at least one extra day, you know, so we I know, can really hang out. I know, the time was out. crazy. I missed out on Barton Springs the next day. I know it was crazy time for you too. Yeah, I know. I wanted you to help us move. 
I know. No. I, <laughs> I didn't want you to go to Barton Springs. I wanted you to help us load the truck up because we were yeah, moving from that. a different I house. I actually have the insider knowledge, former U-Haul employee. I could have definitely <laughs> helped you with that. I'm just kidding. I mean, I did work for U-Haul and it was awful, but I'm not good at moving. So right, right. <laughs> just joking. All right. All right. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. All right. Let's see. California Governor Newsom admits he only cleaned up the streets of San Francisco to please Xi uh, uh, Xi Jinping. That's true because it's true. Um, So very, very funny um, article because it's it's so real. It's like weird clown world. Uh, so China communist dictator Xi Jinping is set to visit San Francisco this week for the uh, Asia Pacific uh, Economic Corporation, APEC summit. And for that reason, they decided, hey, guys, let's clean it up, clean it up. And so in cleaning it up, they were power washing shit. They were you know, cleaning up homeless camps and they were like painting buildings and put painting crosswalks and just doing a whole fucking makeover of San Francisco. And it's uh, like, they don't give a shit about how anybody in who actually lives there, um, they, they don't care about anybody's thoughts on them doing this like weird, you know, it's like sneaking out of the house or like, you know, doing something you're that you shouldn't be doing that, you know, you're being sneaky and, you know, just not making the sheets, but just pulling the comforter over so it looks nice and the bed's made, right. you know, kind of situation. And they don't care because there are such stupid people in the world that just go along, you know, there's this sheep, you know, that just go along with every little thing. And that's why they get to do stuff like this. Uh, so that's let's, crazy. let's check out this video. But they oh. also proved that it can be done. Like yes. they can yes. take the time to clean it up. Like you basically I know. Just put your in your mouth because it can be done when you want to invest the time and the effort and the money. Yeah, but I they mean, don't, well, that's the thing, right? Is they don't want that to be done. Here in Austin, here in Austin, we just spent $13 million, $13 million on a building downtown that will be now a homeless uh, place for people. So, you know, it's, it's $13 million. And then the like the little speech that they gave, which I wish I would have looked uh, looked in. Maybe I'll try to find the article for this later. But they were like, yes, this is how we need to invest. And we need to be doing this not only in Southwest Austin, but we need to be doing it in, you know, Southeast Austin. We need to be doing it in North, you know, North Austin. We need to be doing it all around Austin. Everybody needs to be purchasing, you know, $13 million buildings for the homeless because this is, they call it an investment. And it's like, they need the homeless to be homeless. You know, the last hotel that they bought here in Austin ended up becoming a crack shack. You know, the last people that they had running the homeless um, crisis here in Austin were from California and they were known, they were a known organization um, that would create prostitutes and, and 
you know, like drug, you know, druggies, like, you know, drug dealers and stuff that would operate. They would have the homeless like run their, you know, run their stuff for them. Well, they we hired them. Austin hired them to run ours because the contract ran out. And then uh, recently there was undercover camera footage of the newest hotel that we just bought for, you know, like a billion dollars. And they did the same thing to that. And their contract's mm-hmm. over. And I'm sure it was a gigantic contract. And so there's no money in people being wealthy. As we know, there's no money in people being healthy. Right. Right. The pharmaceutical industries don't get a career. The the doctors don't have a you know what I mean? You need doctors to treat people that are unhealthy or that have diseases and we have to create those diseases and we can't fix it. So I and really even the drug addiction. It's a really bad cycle of these rehab programs just funneling in people. And man, I mean, you don't want to be around that. You go in the parking lot and they're going into their mandatory meetings or maybe they're just getting out of their mandatory stint and they're doing drugs in the parking lot. Yeah. It's like, they, but they don't want to end that because it's basically would be cutting off their own money cycle. Like yeah. they just keep going back in, getting the government money to cover it, to take care of them, like take care of them. They know they're going to be back. Yeah. They know they're going to be right back in it. It's yeah. a bad cycle. Yeah. That they don't want to break. They don't want to break that because yeah. then everything would dry up. Yeah. It's like the, uh, I think there was like a big thing about the cancer, like the pink cancer campaign or whatever, how there, I, I don't know if there was like a documentary on it or what there was about it, but there was something about it where it was just this big like money scheme. You know, because they're never going to cure cancer. We're never going to have a cure for cancer. We're never going to have a cure for anything. Even though Joe Biden said he's going to cure cancer. He literally says that he's going to cure cancer. (laughs) He said it's And that's probably because he knows we can already cure cancer, but they won't won't give it out to the people because it just dries up all the money. And then there wouldn't be a need for all of the things. Like, he's just hoping it happens under his watch that they let us in on the big secret. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And it's not going to happen, Joe Biden. Sorry. Yeah, Joe Biden's... (sighs) (laughs) Whatever. All right. Let's see. Uh, so that was funny. That Oh, I didn't even play the video. Let me play the video. Um, Sorry, my bad. No, that no, you're fine. Fault. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> it's just a video of him lying to, you know, everyone. But, you know, whatever. What else is Newsom new at I doing? Know. So let's check it out. Folks say, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming into town. Um, that's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC, we've been having different conversations. Check out the balls on this guy, seriously. Like, don't even try to hide it. Like, how can you even say that and not feel so pathetic? Yeah, it's really a giant joke. And it's like, it's not even, like he literally told them, it's true. I mean, it's true. We are, we oh, are cleaning true. it up for him. It's true. Anything for the Grand Emperor. Yeah, and uh, and 
they know it. And maybe that was like one of their demands. They were probably, Xi Jinping was like, hey, look, we know that you guys have a gross place. Can you clean it up for us? He's been checking <laughs> out that app that shows like all the shit on the streets. Like, I'm not going to come down there unless you clean this up. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Um, I am going to put dronesy. If you can take over for a minute, I'll be RB real quick. Uh, so yeah, if you want to go over the, uh, next, which was actually, oh yeah, which is this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pull up another article. If you and drones want to go over it real quick, I'll be a right back. All right. Coming up next, it looks like we have, uh, uh, no counting for creepy old men. FDIC chief grilled over sex. Uh, nude. Oh my gosh. Uh, a nude pics agency. Okay, so it looks like we're having uh, uh, the FDIC chief, uh, chief grilled over nude pics. Um, it they says, called it a party atmosphere. I guess apparently he was sending invites to uh, uh, get-togethers at strip clubs. Wow. So this like guy, uh, like after after the office get together like uh, you know fun stuff. Yeah, it says here that the um, the embattled head of the Federal Deposit Insurance uh, Corporation was grilled at on Capitol Hill on Tuesday, one day after a bombshell investigation revealed the banking regulator had long been a toxic cesspool of misogyny. FDIC Chairman Martin Gurenberg, who appeared at the Capitol Hill Oversight hearing with uh, other top financial regulators, told the Senate Banking Committee he was personally distraught after the Wall Street Journal's report on Monday and committed to providing a safe work environment for the staff. That did not spare him uh, the wrath of lawmakers after the journal detailed incidents where the senior bank examiners allegedly texted female subordinate photos of their penises and invite employees to a strip club. Uh, you and your other colleagues ought to hide your heads in a bag. Senator John Kennedy uh, railed there. Uh, this is no country for creepy old men. Cynthia Loomis noted uh, Grunberg's nearly 20-year tenure on the FDIC board, chastising him for what they said was his failure to act on a long-standing problem spotlighted by the FDIC's inspector general. Kennedy and Loomis uh, cited examples of disgusting behavior, such as lewd remarks, wild parting, unsolicited nude photographs, and pressure for sex with colleagues in return for professional advancement prompting women to leave the agency. Uh, you've been there for 18 years at an agency that now has been exposed as having a hostile work environment towards women. This is so far beyond the pale that I'm just going to say you're sure as heck better to do something ab about it. Uh, Kennedy asked Grimberg if he had personally ever engaged in sexual harassment, which the chairman denied. Basically, the what I have to say about this, it's like one of those things where what's the timing on this? Like my instincts are saying, is this a way to start the collapse of our financial markets to usher in some other form of one world currency? Um, you know, just to basically discredit it as a hostile work environment. It could all completely be true and it could all be just as disgusting as it seems. But I don't know, my instincts, my spidey sense on that one is tingling a little bit. Like the timing seems a little bit obscure. Yeah, as does it all. I mean, it's it's the ultimate playbook. And especially whenever you get into things uh, that have to do with this, like, you know, sex, nude, just <laughs> we see it all the time. And it's really you know something is up. These people have the worst um, 
forms of entertainment like they, they choose the worst paths ever it's so it's so blatant it's right in our face and right. uh so we can't really expect too much out of them uh let's i mean honestly that's kind of low on the list of priorities right now mm -hmm. to me just personally i mean there's more important things yeah yeah i would agree with that uh Recently, there was uh, Chris Cuomo and uh, Vivek exchange. Of course, you guys know I am not a giant Vivek fan. I think he's a snake in the grass. But nonetheless, he does good here and there just like DeSantis. It's almost like a... It's a DeSantis like clone or something, you know, as, right. far, as far as the way that he's going about doing things. It's kind of weird. Um, and you feel yeah. like a strange, like how you're saying, like a spidey sense. You feel like something right. is going on. Yeah. And he says good things and he's got good interviews with people, with the right people. Um, but there's just something about him. Uh, but here he is on uh, recently doing one of those things, um, you know, that I would agree with. Ramaswamy, why do you keep going at Nikki Haley? Why do you think this is going to bear fruit? Chris, I don't know what you've been smoking, man. You and the rest. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Here it is. Swami, let me turn to you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you, uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here. And I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We a cancer in the Republican establishment. So this is actually just a clip from the uh, Republican debate. Uh, I'll go ahead and play this, but this isn't the clip I was talking Let's about. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Kristen, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. Ask you the Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years. Was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Answer the question. Go. Mr. Ross. This is how we get our country back. We need accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. They rigged the 2020 election with a Hunter Biden laptop story. Mr. Ramaswamy, and they're going to rig this election. Your time is accountability. up. Let me turn That's to Governor, Governor Christie. Why you? He said the magic word there, rigged. You know, they don't like that word. Uh, but that wasn't the video that I was referring to. <clears throat> Let me try to find it. <clears throat> Sorry. I don't want to cough. I don't know. <coughs> I need one of those cough buttons like Jones has. <coughs> <laughs>
So it is here. Here he is with, Com um, with Comey. Ramaswamy, why do you keep going at Nikki Haley? Why do you think this is going to bear fruit? Chris, I don't know what you've been smoking, man. You and the rest of the mainstream media, it's laughable. Nikki Haley's been going after me the whole campaign. First what? debate, second debate. You know, she's been trailing me for much of the time, but I realize the establishment media has realized that there's a puppet they want to put up. I'm not playing that game. The grassroots of this country know they want a leader who isn't going to send us our sons and daughters to go die in foreign wars that racked up $7 trillion in debt. Dick Cheney 2.0 yeah. has taken over the GOP. Problem is the Democratic establishment media is now rooting for war, too. I'm the only candidate speaking for a true America first agenda on that debate stage. And I think we're going to be successful. Vivek, how are you going to bring people together when you just uh, put yeah. together a tapestry of conspiracies? You know that I'm not pitching anything about Chris, Nikki what, Haley. What are you she talking, won't even come I mean, on my a, show. There's no tapestry. She won't even come on There's my no show. There's no tapestry what are you of conspiracies. About that I'm sure she doesn't. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> I, let you, I let you put it out there, and now, you know, I get to finish smoking, and uh, now I get to answer, which is, um, oh, this is what the media is doing, is putting up Nikki Haley well, against me because the they know I'm the real they, they deal. Picked. Please. She That's, hasn't even been the, on my show. Pick, I'm Chris, just please. watching you get you know slapped what? I, around I, I by her. Kristen and I'm Welker. wondering what I, your strategy you know, is. The fact of the matter is, Chris, that my strategy is calling out the mainstream media like I did to Kristen Welker at the start of that debate. I asked her about the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, told her to look the audience in the eye and apologize to them. Just like I'll tell you, you're part of the mainstream media despite pretending like you're not. Look the audience in the eye oh, and tell I'm part how to of the cover mainstream media. For all that happened, I'm part of the mainstream you media. And you, and you, hey, listen. And you play the same listen, you games that the you, rest of the mainstream you, you media don't does. Take care of You're your doing family? it tonight. That's fine. You're, you've been, Vivek, you have been, you have been covering for your you brother. Think, you have been playing you, a game. You were kicked off Of course I covered for my brother. Of course I helped my brother. Yeah, of course I do. And you know what? That's been journalistic standards that have now been failed, not just by you, but by every member of the broken political media. So, yes, it is going to take an outsider to call it out. And you want to look Everyone at Everyone in the media well, most is the responsible for covering for my brother? See what I'm saying? You, 90 percent you you of the media the is colluding with going respect too to pushing one, one answer Vivek. on the American public for the origin of COVID-19 to the Hunter Biden laptop story what to now which people they decide they want to put up as their puppets what to take on Donald Trump. What does any of that have to do? Fact of the matter. Look. <laughs> So just a back and forth, normal little, little back and forth there between them two. I I'm still not uh, convinced on Vivek, but I mean DeSantos would have just been stuttering the entire time. Uh, so I guess he's quicker. Uh, you know he's quicker. I think Nikki Haley's pretty quick too. Uh, in her responses, she seems pretty confident. Uh, so that'll get you a long way, confidence whenever you're uh, pushing back, for sure. That's true. I mean, Vivek, he's definitely saying all the right things. He's making me want to like him. But, I mean, honestly, at this point, we all know it's just a competition for second place. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. Something else that's weird, we're going to keep uh, keep moving along because we have so much to cover, uh, is here at the Capitol, we had a little bit, oops, uh, so, oh, not here at the, well, yeah, the Capitol. So here we go. I love it. I love you. 
we we still got a lot going on with the uh, with everything. Really, I mean, we got drones over here uh, showing his support for Hamas. No, I'm kidding. Got it down, but where's your red and green? Yeah, where's they're, your they're, red and green? Their percussion's on point. We should do that. So you could have been down there with your drone and recorded that. Oh, yeah, check this out here. Let me show you something. Yeah, that was here. So It's a pretty big turnout. Yeah, that was pretty a lot. It was turnout. really, really crazy, right? And, you know, I hurt my knee really bad um, over the weekend. And I was going to go out and do some filming, and I couldn't even barely walk honestly that sucks so um i couldn't attend it <laughs> to see see the madness for myself but probably for the best um you know i can't be trying to deal with that uh but you know some other people did are we going to show this video yeah i want to try to bring it up if you just click on it can't we just video it through this button here this so one. it's so small. This oh, one. there we go. There we go. So yeah. this right here, I found this is uh, some uh, illegal drone footage. Oh, come on. There's like a bunch of things going on here. You're not like yeah, that. I bet a bunch of people that live right here in Austin had not even one idea that this was going on. <laughs> it's insanity. It's insanity. But, you know, people, it's trendy in Austin to protest, you know. It's a trendy thing. But it's crazy. But so, one thing. This is you... right by the Capitol, you know what I mean? Like, he he should not, he. Yeah, this, um, you're not supposed to, like, <clears throat> do all of that over people like that. Um, and, uh, but yeah, anyways. Um, that's what was going on down there. Like, uh, oh, you want to put that back on the... Imagine getting stuck in that when you're just trying to, you know, go to some event or go do something downtown. Like, n nope, not tonight. Yeah, it, make Israel Palestine again is oh. what, what one of the hats said. But <laughs> yeah, it's... it's you got to see this hat. Hold on. Yeah, it's insanity. I can't, I can't rewind. That's the problem. Oh, Never mind. You get the idea. So that's uh, that's our coverage of that. Uh, we'll keep moving. <laughs> Holy moly video really showing uh, George's Ruby Freeman. So Ru Ruby Freeman up in the news saying she doesn't want to talk with white guys. Pretty fly for a white guy. So here is some undercover uh, footage of that. But uh, basically, Ruby Free uh, Freeman, who is one of the individuals who stuck around on election night 2020 in Fulton County, Georgia. So this isn't her first little video. Um, she has been in the news. And uh, in, in the news where she was caught uh, stuffing ballots. And so now she appears again. Uh, on hidden camera. Let's check it out. He told her that he wanted to help him. So you know, it's a little muffled. He knew what was going to get worse and he wanted to help him before he What's happening? I don't know what's going on. I ain't going to help him. Okay. 
Hello. What is that? Is there a window open? Weird. It's Sorry about that, guys. It's acting up. I don't know what the deal is. Sorry. Re refresh the thing and let's try. Let's try that again. Get your vaccine. Is it right here? Hold on. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here it is. You know about the California. He thought he would be helping if he knew what was going to get worse, and he wanted to help him before it gets too late. I ain't trying to talk to nobody because he's a white man, only white man. I don't know. I don't know who to talk to. I don't like them little white guys that come here with call Kevin. I don't trust him. I don't hell? trust him. I don't trust him because he's an old white man. So what's what's the context here? Why was the interview cover up in Fulton County? That's that's somebody that was trying to help her too. Like so weird. Yeah the 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 whole thing is is weird. So um, basically, Harrison Ford, uh, the former director. Uh, Floyd, sorry, the former director of Black Voices for Trump was one of the indicted Trump supporters in Fulton County, Georgia, Fulton County, Georgia, in late August. Uh, Floyd and 19 others, including President Trump, were charged with uh, RICO violations in the Trump ETL case. Charges usually reserved for violent crimes and criminals. Um, are you pretty familiar with this, Lacey? Yeah, well, okay. a little bit. Um, you want to go over it? Is she, is she the one that was stuffing ballots, yeah. though, and got caught? Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, so uh, the video is reportedly from an incident where some individuals were trying to help Ruby share the truth about the 2020 election in Fulton County. Uh, the video was taken inside Ruby Freeman's home in Georgia following the 2020 elections. Uh, so just more election crap, more fraud crap. And what do you think about even the elections coming up? Do you think that's something that you entrust in? Do you think, how do you think it's going to go? Well, this is not to say that we should abstain from voting because it's so, so, so important to vote. We want to overwhelm them. We want to make it like 2016 when they can't even cheat hard enough. Mm -hmm. But it's it's a little bit, um, makes me feel really uneasy. I mean, because you've got the same playbook going on. Biden's really not concerned with uh, getting on the campaign trail or really being in the spotlight. I'm sure they're going to keep them in the basement again. And um, things are terrible. It's not like I'm sure there are always going to be a group of super leftist people that will never think or utter a bad thing about Biden and have made this weird, bizarre facade that they just really do think everything's great. But I think that like anybody that's moderate or has any type of common sense, like there's no chance in hell you'd catch them voting for Biden next year. So they've, I mean, they've got plans to rig it. It's obvious. We just have to do everything we can to overcome that and overwhelm them on election day. That's, that's my basic standpoint is that we have to get out and vote. Yes, I agree. Don't be like Rob. Infowars. 
<laughs> yeah, I know. Hashtag I'm stop the vote. Immediately thinking of those triggering black pill moments of you know, thinking that it's not worth it, but it's yeah. definitely worth it. And we have yeah. to all get out and, and encourage everybody we know to go vote. Yeah. Uh, here is the next uh, little clip real quick. I'm going to try to just go real quick through these uh, with you because um, I want to get through them. Uh, Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman, has filed papers to run for Congress in Arizona. Um, so uh, I, this is the way to do it. I mean, if you guys want to know how to do it, this is the way to do it. Run. Get active. You know, you have to be active, not protesting in front of a jail or protesting in, you know, whatever. I mean, the protesting is help. It is a part of our uh, of our rights. But, you know, we need to do more than protesting. You know, I, I am a protester and I always will be. Um, but really, the, the main part uh, about it is getting in there, doing action. Um, so that, so that's good to see that he's going to, uh, take action and, and get in there and try to do something. Uh, so he plans to run, uh, for Congress in Arizona. And so we'll see how that goes. We'll keep an eye on it and maybe we'll see him soon, possibly. I think we've should, been, you know, he's pretty impressive. I have to admit, he impressed me when he was on the show with Alex. Um, I think it was either a Sunday show or a special broadcast on a Saturday, but he did a pretty long show with Alex Jones and he seemed extremely knowledgeable. It kind of took him um, out of that weird QAnon bracket for me um, and gave it a little bit more legitimacy because he seemed to really know what he was talking about. And pretty well-spoken as well. He's not the caricature that everybody tried to make of him. You know, like you think of the QAnon shaman, most people don't even know what his real name is, but um, I was pretty impressed by him. So I wish I knew the date of that. Everybody should check that episode out, but that's good to hear. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We shall see. I think Dronesy is working on that. Uh, so he's got to, he's got to run wearing this thing though. He's got to, he's yeah. got to wear the thing. <laughs> he's got to wear the thing. Uh, for That's sure. That's going to be his official picture on his election website, like the banner at the top. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Uh, so let's keep it moving. Racing. Right. Here is <laughs> Ben Shapiro calls Candace Owens. Wait a minute. Graceful. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, doesn't Candace Owens work for Ben Shapiro? Interesting. Is that what's going infighting, on? Infighting, infighting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is, oh hell yeah, Paul Joseph. Don't you love Watson. a nice Paul Joseph? Oh, Watson yeah. This is what I'm talking about right here. I let's, love it. Let's get in let's here. Let's see. play this let's and see, see what's Paul. going on. Now, apparently, uh, no volume. Keep going. Go again. Go again. Ben Shapiro called Candace Owens disgraceful over her comments regarding the new current thing. Which is a bit awkward given that she works for his publication. Shapiro made the remarks during an event attended by Jewish people last night. Yes, uh, and then the question is about Candace Owens. I think her behavior during this is Oof, wouldn't want to be in that Daily Wire Zoom meeting this morning. You really made his feelings clear by repeating the insult. Yeah, I think she's been absolutely disgraceful. I think 
something that I think that her, her post-sophistication on these particular issues has been ridiculous. It's not post-sophistication, it's ridiculous. Everybody can see the moves that she's making and the things that she's saying, and I find it disreputable. In case you missed it, he said her faux-sophistication on the issue is ridiculous. Shapiro said something inaudible in response to a question about taking Owens off the air. He seemed to say, quote, I can't something that, but again, it's unclear. However, despite Shapiro's charge of Owens engaging in faux-sophistication, it appears as though, generally speaking at least, she's merely taken an America-first position and not an Israel-first position. Has she failed to condemn the events that happened on October 7th? Nope. Has she defended Hamas? Nope. Has she said that Israel doesn't have the right to respond in some way? Not that I've heard. Chris Menahan over at informationliberation.com compiled a series of tweets that might have upset Shapiro. Candace said no government has a right to commit the G word. She slammed Nikki Haley for saying America needs Israel. She said America should stay out of any overseas conflict. She said that anti-Semitism is being hyped to censor people and silence them into compliance. And she said that innocent Christians are being turned into collateral damage. But the main thing Shapiro appears to be mad about is when she said this. There are a lot yeah. of people in America that are sitting here going, okay, well, can you answer why Jews are so special? Because as white people in this country and on, on university campuses, we are being taught that we are not allowed to have a voice. We have had to endure exactly what you're talking about, BLM. We've endured much worse than you have because it's in the actual textbooks. We are being told that we are systematically racist, that we are born wrong because of the color of our skin. And if we say mm -hmm. anything, we'll lose everything. This is the typical experience on white campuses. So people, this is not whataboutism. This is like actually what we have been fighting for years. So it sort mm -hmm. of arrived as I think for a lot of Americans, a surprise when they're saying, well, now that it's about Israel, which is something that's overseas, we need to, you know, hand these university professors, we need to do something about this issue. Why weren't we trying to correct course on this issue? Why weren't donors pulling their funding out of these universities? Why weren't these same things being said for these last, I would say eight years of rampant BLM, white man can't do anything right actively being taught in the classrooms. At the time of making this video, Candice hasn't responded to the clip, which has now gone viral, and neither has Ben Shapiro. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of fallout, though, in both senses of the term throughout the rest of the week. Dang. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> she should just work for Alex Jones. <laughs> That's the problem. I remember... Yeah. Uh, Candace Owens was on the Alex Jones show and then uh and then she ended up uh like before she even worked at the Daily Wire talking about going back on the Alex Jones show and, and um Ben Shapiro was like no and then all of a sudden she she was working with him yeah um and Alex was on her show also but you could only see it if you like subscribed or like bought the episode or something weird like that i never saw it uh but uh but it also didn't really have any clips or anything from it so i thought that was kind of weird i don't know but yeah i think they're uh <laughs> i was like what are you talking about no uh, i know what you're talking uh, about yeah yeah no it, it was though right but i mean we'll see what happens i think that probably isn't. she's definitely gonna have to find a new home what yep. do you think uh, about that conflict, Lacey? Oh. Um, I'm definitely America first. I don't think she really said anything wrong. Ben Shapiro <laughs> definitely is over the top on his stance on this. And he's been kind of putting himself out there as a warmonger at this point. Like, we're just going to throw it all away. Yeah. Well, all of our, our youth... And, uh, you know, 
I don't think anybody's thinking too far ahead when it comes to this. Like it's serious business, like getting us into war. Like we really don't need that. We do not need that in our lives. Yeah. I'm almost like an isolationist about this. Like we need to focus on America first. It's where we need to focus. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so I Just think one second, one second. <laughs> Jones. Yeah, yeah, Jones is always mixing me up. Here we go. We're going to do this real quick. Okay. Ben Shapiro doesn't <laughs> even believe you have a soul. <laughs> I saw that live. That was an that was a really great show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe I didn't clip that out already. What am I doing? Uh, really set on a gold one right there. Yeah, I know. You know, I used to do that a lot too, and I and it really got me into editing uh, video, uh, just for this a tiny bit. But I'm like, I'm like uh, ADD or something. I don't know. Like self-diagnose, <laughs> like I, I, or I have like a short attention span on shit. Like I can do this thing and then I like get into it and then I'm like, ah, okay, I don't want to do that anymore. And then like, I'll do something else. Like even whenever I was learning or trying to learn the guitar, um, uh, you know, and so Adon was teaching me, my husband was teaching me how to learn uh, guitar and I could do tabs and I was like, okay. And then I, then he was like, okay, now next is chords. And I was like, what's that? And he shows it to me. He's like, you have to hold your, this and this and this and this and that and strum. And I was <laughs> like, ah, I'm done here. Uh, <laughs> and so I didn't learn anymore. I just stopped there completely. I just, um, I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm like all messed up. I can't give, give it all. You're, you're a percussionist. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah, I can play tambourine. Tambourine, exactly. I can carry a pretty good little drum beat if I want. Like, I can play better on drums than I did, obviously, when I first started dating Adon because he's a drummer. And uh, so he has like his giant drum set and he teaches me a little bit, or he would teach me. And then my, you know, and then um, one of our best friends, Jamie, uh, who, uh, he also is in music and he, you know, he was like trying to teach me and give me hints and stuff. So drumming feels better than guitar because I'm not yeah. trying to be holding down like 10 different strings. I can tell you, you're, you're probably a natural drummer. The way you hit those buttons right there, just, oh, just shit. everything. You know what? You're a fucking comedian, <laughs> Drones. Why don't you quit your job here and go fucking <laughs> jump in an open mic real quick, no, dude? No, I'm just you saying like you're a natural. You're over here. natural over there. You got <laughs> jokes for days. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's not that's a damn <laughs> DJ over here. That's all I do is smash buttons. Maybe that's I should be great. a DJ. Wow. Wow. DJ Ray. You've been, how long that. have you been holding that one in? What? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> All right, breaking news, breaking news, Lacey. Cocaina. Oops. Cocaine. 
Cocaine. Cocaine. Another cocaine. Another cocaine. Again. This is the size of the cocaine. Meow, 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 meow. Here is, is the front of the box. Number fifty. They put it. They put a fifty in a fifty. Dang. Really, They're I don't like, know. What is. This one costs fifty. <laughs> 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 Yeah, big big deal. Whatever. They you know no, that that's a sick joke on us. They're like release a picture of that coke we found. So you that's know? from the July 4th. That's like, the coke. That's the cocaine. Oh that's the, that's the thing that shut everything down. It made them freak mm. out. That's so hilarious. Just imagining like, Imagine what, being this stressed. Oh my god. Where did I lose <laughs> my bag? Where did I put that bag? I know oh, I put it. I, I misplaced it in number fifty mailbox. <laughs> like, <laughs> what in the hell is that all about, wow. right? Seriously, I know I put it in number fifty. The shit they get away with, and I that's know. after like how many stints in rehab? Like, cannot keep his hands off. Probably of it. the same amount of stints that that Joe Biden has in his heart. You know. <laughs> In like, his brain, he had that brain. open brain oh, surgery yeah. twice. Exactly. What a freak! Twice. What a freak! Nobody ever talks about that. Like this was so mm -hmm. long ago, before the good technology existed and everything. And it's just like, hey, this is perfect. He's a regular Fetterman. Candidate for president. <laughs> He's a regular Fetterman. Here he is with uh his <laughs> with his nurse, his on call nurse. The hospital in Gaza. The hospital Kelly was in Gaza. In. Have you expressed any specific concerns to Israel on that, sir? Well, uh, you know, I uh, have not been reluctant in expressing my concerns that's going on, um, and it's my hope and expectation that uh, there will be uh, less intrusive action relative to the hospital. Uh, we're in contact. And we're with, uh, with the Israelis. Also, there is an effort to uh, uh, take this pause to deal with the release of prisoners. And that's being negotiated as well with the Qataris are engaged. And uh, so I remain somewhat hopeful. But the hospital must be protected. And any What in the hell? Yeah, so... That's weird. Yeah. Uh, here's another article real quick. Um, Gateway. Is this the one she put together? So Joe Biden is like a lost Roomba. This week's Gateway Pundit recap. Uh, so here is this little video. We're not going to watch all of it, but here's a little bit. About this edition, Hunter's um, Jen. And now they won't. They're, they, they're starting their crap. <laughs> trying to bother me on Twitter. But wow. they keep their faces covered. They have their identities covered. They hide behind uh -huh. cartoon pictures and fake pronouns and uh, fake names on the internet and inform the FBI. And Ryan Riley's out there bragging about how many of them have become confidential human sources. <laughs> have oh, you yeah. get a chance to read this yet? I'll read you a little. Yeah, so I'll share that. I'll just keep going past that one because that video is not that uh not that great 
Uh, I feel like this right now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but there's always another uh, a wonderful Biden video. He doesn't leave us uh, without. So Biden, here we are. Let's see. So I'll get divorced if that happens. 2023 Stanley Cup champs uh, awkwardly laughing after Biden goes off script during White House celebration. Uh, so, of course... That's what happens. Let's check it out. Don't get the Philadelphia Eagles to leave and go. Because <laughs> I'll get divorced if that happens. <laughs> I married a Philly girl. And, and it's a long story. It's so stupid. It's like idiocracy. It's like, why are we laughing? What is he saying? Is it, does it make sense? No, probably not. Never. So awkward. It is so awkward for sure. President Harris there to make sure we do this the right way. President Harris. Yeah, did you hear that? Harris there to President Harris there to make sure we do this the right way. President Harris. <laughs> President Kamala Harris. Constant mush mouth, like Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Mike Johnson, what are you thinking about him? Let's check him out. Here's a little video of, of uh Mike Johnson, the newest uh, Speaker of the House, President Biden. He might. He it looks like the candidate in, in 2024. When you were uh, a name speaker, a lot of people said, "Oh, Trump ally, Trump big Trump guy, big Trump ally." But uh, you, you, as far as I know, you have not endorsed the former president yet uh, for 2024. And this is everybody's watching this show right now. This, if you're going to do that, this would be a great, great time to do it, uh, uh, Mr. Speaker. You ready? I, ha I have done it. it yeah, I, I have. I have endorsed him wholeheartedly. Um, look, I was uh, one of the closest allies that President Trump had in Congress. He had a phenomenal first term. Those first two years, as you all know, we brought about the greatest economic numbers in the history of the world, not just the country, because his policies worked. And I'm, I'm all in for President Trump. I, okay, yeah, I, know, I right. expect he'll be our nominee. Yeah. And, and he's going to win it, and we have to make Biden a one-term president. We have to do that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, I don't know a lot about him yet. I'm looking forward to seeing what he actually puts into action. Um, he's been a little wishy-washy about the Biden impeachment, so I don't know if he's going to be able to have the testicular fortitude to go ahead with it. Um, I guess some people are rumoring that now the GOP doesn't want to go ahead with impeachment because Biden's so weak that uh, maybe if if we were to get him out of office, it could project the Democrats uh, with this last minute new replacement candidate. But I mean, come on, there's no one that deserves it more and there's no reason to be political about it. If you have the evidence of wrongdoing, you should go after it. And he doesn't deserve to just sit there and be the candidate, um, you know, or not be impeached because we want a weaker person to go up against Trump. That didn't work out well uh, last election season because they're going to do what they want to get their person in. So it doesn't really honestly matter if it's Biden or somebody else. But um, I get it. The momentum of a new uh, person as the as running for president other than Biden would be like maybe a change in momentum for the Democrats. But I don't think that's a reason to not go ahead with impeachment. Right.
Right. I think that it's going to get to a point where some there's like a health thing, you know, because yeah. he's just <laughs> it's so it's like there's already a health thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like one that they have to go with it. But it's yeah. scary because we see others that are literally freezing up on camera in front of us and everyone's like, oh, that's fine. And, and we saw, you know, like Feinstein, Feinstein, like just die right in front of our face. Basically, yeah. it's it's incredible the the length that they will go and they will go it if we let them. They will go it. They'll die there. They're all pretty ancient, honestly. So they're going to hold on to that office and the power that goes along with it until they end up being uh, Feinstein. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's see. Next up, OBGYN drops alarming miscarriage data before Congress. I've never seen anything like this. Dr. Kimberly, Kimberly Biss, an OBGYN who has been involved in 8,000 pregnancies, details how miscarriage rates have doubled year over year since the introduction of the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, and so let's check this clip out. How many of your patients or, or pregnant women that you know of uh, experience miscarriages after taking the COVID-19 vaccines or injections? Yeah, so a lot of that was hard to, I will tell you that I looked at my pregnancy population in the fall of last year, everybody that was pregnant in our practice, and our vaccination rate in that patient population was about 60%. That's pretty commensurate with Florida because last I checked in the CDC site, the vaccination rate in Florida overall was about 65 to 70%. Most of our pregnant patients received three injections. Very few received four or more. And what's concerning is the majority of the patients received their injections in 2021 and early 2022. Mm -hmm. However, we're still seeing lingering effects. Um, I have a great substack that Jessica Rose published in November of 2022, which shows my data in pictorial form that's pretty right there behind you. So I went back to January of 2020, and this data went up to the beginning of November of 2022. I will tell you in 2020, we had very many newly registered obstetric patients, which is what the blue bars represent. Those are first trimester newly pregnant patients. We had the most deliveries we've had, and probably wink, wink, that was due to the lockdowns. Um, we did also have what was considered the normal pregnancy loss rate. Now what's quoted in my obstetric textbook and in some articles is that a normal miscarriage rate is 13 to 15%. I've never seen that clinically. There was a study that came out in 2020 by a gentleman named Naert, N-A-E-R-T, at Al that showed the actual miscarriage rate in the first trimester is five to 6%. And even that's a little high from what I've seen. Mm -hmm. My average miscarriage rate in 2020 month to month was 4%. That was normal. I had done a video where I wrongly said uh, that my miscarriage rate had increased by 50% because I was put on the spot and I didn't have my dad in front of me. I was wrong. My miscarriage rate from year to year went up 100%. In 2021, 
the average miscarriage rate month to month was seven to eight percent. We peaked in November of that year for some reason. That's actually when a non-clinical staff member came up to me and said, Dr. Bist, you realize we've had eight miscarriages this month, which in a practice that delivers 20 to 25 patients, that's a huge number. Mm. In 2022, the average month-to-month rate was 15%. Now, that was up till November. I will tell you in December, I've never seen this before. We had 41 newly registered patients. 13 of them lost their babies, so that's 25% right there. And then in January and February of 2023, it still remained high. Didn't normalize until June of this year, then went up a little bit and came down in September. So we're still seeing effects. You asked how many patients had the vaccine and then lost their babies. That's hard to determine. I mean, I can tell you 60% of my patients got vaccinated, but the problem is if they're brand new to the practice, I haven't seen them yet because I'm the only person in my practice that asks every patient, have you gotten a vaccine? How many? Which brand? When? Have you had COVID? How many times? Because whether we like it or not, Mm-hmm. That's part of your medical history now. I'm the only one that asks those questions. So the problem is if a woman miscarries and you ask them, well, did you get an injection? You may come across accusatory to that person. So that's information. You don't want to ever make a woman feel like she caused her baby to not yeah. be born. So it's hard to get the exact data on all those patients. Very sad. Just it, the problems from the vaccine, they're not going to go away. And the really sad part is the data is out there. And next thing you know, she's not going to have a license anymore because the people that are out there speaking up against it and giving the real data of the dangers, they end up getting silenced. And it's, it's still going on. It's really sad. Yeah, it's so sad. Here's another, you know, kind of vaccine story is healthy toddler dies days after routine vaccination. So a 15 month old Melody Rain Palomobi Malamigran, that was a long name, uh, died two days after well visit vaccine vaccinations. Mm-hmm. Um, so sad, so sad. Um, you know, I, I tell as many of the people that I am comfortable with telling, uh, just don't do it. Don't do it. Like you can live without vaccines. Um, I'm just like, I'd be just deathly afraid at this point to get anything injected into my body, no matter what it is. Um, so a healthy 15 month, uh, 15 month old girl died two days after receiving her routine vaccinations. The toddler suffered liver and kidney failure and cardiac arrest, according to hospital records. So this little 15-month-old girl had liver and kidney failure and cardiac arrest because of the vaccines that she received. Um, It was the most horrible day of my life. I got off of work. She waved goodbye to me that morning. And then my mother called saying she was having trouble breathing. I just kept saying she just had vaccines. She just had vaccines. um, And they were not able to bring her back. So, so sad. Mm -hmm. 
So is that. You know, that's the really scary part about that is that the pediatricians are pretty hardcore when they're pushing it. Mm-hmm. And if they don't meet a quota on getting uh, patients vaccinated fully, and that also I heard includes flu shots. So, yeah, I mean, anybody that has kids knows when you go to the pediatrician, um, they give you a hard time when you don't want to uh, go ahead with everything they're pitching to you, whether it be the flu shot, the COVID vaccination, or even, um, you know, the hepatitis B vaccination that they start pushing on children pretty early. Um, yeah, they don't like it when you decline it and they get pretty aggressive about it, but you just have to be strong and ultimately um, find a new pediatrician if they're giving you that hard of a time about it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm always uh, trying to preach the same thing. You know, I think that's definitely something that we need to be doing, uh, because like you were just saying, so here's an article, Big Pharma rebranding failed pharmaceutical products with new COVID flu double jab. Uh, so it's like, what does that mean? What are those words? They're just all words, you know, <laughs> like, like it doesn't mean it, it's just crazy talk at this point. So because nobody even wants to say the word COVID anymore, let alone get any more vaccine injections for it. Pfizer CEO Albert Bulra is proposing combining his company's latest mRNA booster shots with seasonal influenza vaccines, creating an all-in-one COVID flu double jab. Um, so this is something we could have all predicted that was coming in reality. Um, may, so it says, uh, Bol- Bolra expected one in four Americans or around 24% of the U.S. population to take another COVID jab this fall. Um, which I would agree with because, you know, you still see the mask situation. You still, people are still getting vaccinated. Um, I literally had someone tell me, don't forget you need your vaccine card if you travel out, you know, to this other country. It's like, uh, we're still doing that. Um, so in reality, maybe seven or 8% have done it. Uh, COVID fatigue, people being far away from COVID fear, the reason. So, um, it's, it's really insane. It's really, really insane. Uh, but people will do it. I know my dad, um, he's always like preaching to me about getting the flu vaccine, no matter what I say, like, it's almost like it's a rebellion against me or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, I would get it from my aunt and my mom and for a long time before COVID, I would just kind of nod and agree like, oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. I did not get it. Have never gotten it. Will never get it. But I wanted them off my back about it. And um, I've changed a little bit because now it's a whole different story. I'm not only saying I'm not getting it. You shouldn't get it. Mm -hmm. If you want to continue to help raise your grandchildren, you've got to stop getting these shots. Yeah, Like, just don't do it. I think I kind of broke through to them. Um, My mom and my aunt did definitely get the COVID vaccine in the beginning. I think they even also got some boosters. But I mean, unless they're doing the same thing to me that I did to them, which is like, yeah, 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 I got it. They're, you know, they're (laughs) saying. I mean, we have enough to worry about, you know. They're probably tired of hearing it. So if they did, I don't think they'd admit to it at this point, honestly. Right. But um, I hope they haven't, and I hope they don't. But 
as if we didn't have enough to worry about. You know, I mean, Alex Jones even brings up this great point. Here. I have a study. Mercury pollution can make male birds homosexual. Of course, I told you that decades ago. It's in mainline science. But they just cut up the clip to make it sound like I'm completely insane. I'm sick of them putting mercury in the food and water supply that turns the frickin' birds gay. So, uh... <laughs> Good one! Yeah, that's a new one. Oh my God, they're fucking up the seagulls. Yeah. <laughs> Make it stop. Yeah, now they're making the birds gay, and, you know, as if we weren't already freaked out about the birds not even really being birds. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> now they're faking gay. How can they be gay if they're just robots that charge up on the power lines every night? And I'm obviously joking. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're faking gay. Uh, in other news, that hockey player that got his throat sliced open, um, the guy who did it is arrested on suspicion of manslaughter. Uh, so if you guys didn't see that, good for you. You don't have to relive it in your brain. It's all over the internet, even right here on this link. But guess what? I'm not going to play it because I've already seen it right. and uh, it's not something. Uh, but it was definitely crazy that that happened. So a hockey player raised his foot up in an illegal um, way. And whenever you're playing ice hockey and you have ice skates on and he slit the throat of a uh, uh, team player on the other team and uh, he died. He died on the ice. Uh, so pretty insane. So that is the update. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff. I'm just going to read the, you know, the, kind of the headlines here. Uh, so we talked about the toddlers. Oh, yeah. Well, let, let me just show this article because I think you hit on this when you were saying there's a lot worse than Jeffrey Epstein um, earlier. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so yeah, there is for a former fashion mogul. And, and I heard about this guy like before Jeffrey Epstein off himself. I can't remember where I heard about him, uh, but he's supposedly worse than Jeffrey Epstein, uh, which is really crazy uh, to, to hear because you thought, you know, that was the top of the top, but it's not, it never is. Uh, so after three days of deliberation in the six-week trial, six-week trial, 82-year-old uh, Nygaard was guilty of four counts of sexual assault in the case accusing him of attacking five victims ages 16 to 28 between um, the 1980s and 2005. Uh, so uh, he faces a maximum sentence of 10 years in prison for each sexual assault conviction um so that is four so 10 years for each would be 40 years um he's expected to be sentenced later this month obviously he deserves to die and rot in that prison um i don't understand why this is even something that's up for debate <laughs> You know, so I think I remember him from Alex Jones playing a leaked video, and this is before, like you said, before Epstein's death, where he was trying to get uh, random young women to have children with him to literally use the babies 
for their, you know, fountain of youth reasons. Right. Um, yeah. yeah but he's like literally on video that. like, oh, OK. All right. You don't want to go ahead and do that. You think that's weird. All right. Don't worry. I won't have to give you the money for it. Move on. Let's find somebody that will. And oh. it was a little bit disturbing how it was just kind of like okay to suggest that to somebody and because you're so powerful and above the law you're going to just go ahead and not have any uh you know you won't think twice about asking someone to basically have a baby to use to drink their blood it's insane yeah yeah and and yet supposedly that's not you know a real thing you know that's not a real thing uh but it is honestly i mean we see it time and time again we've heard celebrities uh, talk about it in the past and you know it's it's very real I mean the you know they're taking the stem cells you don't think they're taking the blood you don't think they're harv they're harvesting organs that's a real thing um, and so so is this and yeah you're right this is this is a part of uh, of it here I guess drones found a video uh, so let's check this video out One man, younger at heart than those half his age. That man is Peter Nygaard. And according to this video posted on YouTube, the 70-year-old fashion designer claims to have discovered the fountain of youth. Look at my before and after pictures. I come from anti-aging to reverse aging. He goes on to explain the science behind those claims. I've been doing stem cell therapy now four times a year for the past three years. Stem cells can be turned into just about any kind of cell, which means potentially they could be used to repair damage caused by disease. But in Canada, it's illegal to clone them. Nygaard moved from Winnipeg to the Bahamas several years ago. He launched a biotech company in 2009, hired four scientists specializing in stem cell technology, and lobbied the Bahamian government to create legislation to further his research. He now says his doctors have made a scientific breakthrough, successfully changing his skin cells into embryonic stem cells, essentially turning back his biological clock. This is huge. This is a game changer. This could eliminate all disease. This perhaps is immortality. But this University of Manitoba ethics professor who's been studying stem cell research since scientists cloned Dolly the sheep in the late 1990s says Nygaard's claims are unfounded. There is no magic stem cell cocktail that you can drink or inject into your arm that will make you younger or healthier or that will help you to live longer. Arthur Schaefer says while the technology isn't there yet, there's still an ongoing debate as the science could also be used to enhance physical and mental traits in only the people who could afford it. The use of stem cell technology to create supermen and wonder women has many people feeling very uneasy. But Schaefer admits, if nothing else, Nygaard's video will further the debate on the issue until science catches up. I want to live forever or die trying. Bring the action. <laughs> that fucking song. <laughs> There's uh, another video, that's not the one I was looking for, where you actually, you were, there was interviews with the, uh, with like some babies that were going to, I mean some parents that were going to, you know, like give up their babies and stuff. And like it goes much further than what we just watched here yeah yeah he's really sick i definitely remember hearing about him uh in the past and so then he he's all this he's all of this that we know and he got what 40 years like 
for his re- anti. Is he going to get to get his treatments in there? <laughs> All of a sudden, he's going to turn a hundred in one day. Oh, <laughs> that's that's probably like just the tip of the iceberg. That's yeah. that's what we're that. Those are just the uh, the assaults that we know about. Like, imagine the stuff that he's done that's never going to see the light of day. Yeah. Here's a so I'm just gonna I'm all over the place because I'm just trying to run through these articles. Um, so here's some other news. Marlon Wayans, I have a daughter that transitioned into a son. Uh, so oh, actor and comedian no. Marlon Wayans has now publicly confirmed that his oldest daughter has become a transgender. Um, so his daughter that was born in 2020. So I think that at this point, you know, she's or he or whatever, like do whatever you want at this point. Right. Like you're 23. Right after that, it tells what the problem is though, is currently a student at the university of Southern California in Los Angeles, California. So there, there you go. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's, it's the indoctrination. It's what we're used to seeing, uh, happen, you know? And so whatever, you know, there, we, we definitely can't save, uh, the Wayans brother's daughter. We can't save Marlon Wayans' daughter. Like, that's not going to happen. She's the furthest, sadly, but she's one of the people the furthest away uh, from from everything that's going on. Uh, here's another story. Lacey, maybe you saw this one. Seven pedophile witches and wizards found guilty of raping and torturing kids as part of a satanic UK uh, BC house. <laughs> wow. Yeah, pretty yeah, insane. It's sickening for sure. I mean, it it just you just keep uncovering more and more disturbing things. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to do right that. Now. But just yeah. there's also this that was on track what we we were just talking about, right? So New York or uh New Jersey sued for secretly harvesting blood from newborns without consent wow. from parents. Yeah. So Pretty much, you know, even though you don't know what's happening, it's happening. Uh, and now there's a lawsuit and we're at New Jersey. Surprise, surprise. Uh, whenever a child is born in New Jersey, the state government can collect and use DNA from the blood samples for any reason without conformed, uh, without informed uh, consent from parents. And this is why home births are so important. That's really <laughs> scary. I don't like that at all. Yep. Yeah, it's it's it is scary and it's crazy that this is even something. So in in order to collect and save baby's blood, hospitals must be required to first get consent from the parents. And of course, that is not the way that they are uh, going about it. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, yeah, I saw also I don't know where it is. Maybe it's here. Um, about, um, I guess I don't have it here. Let me see about pink, right? At her next show, handing out, uh, pedophile books. Did you see that? Yeah. Banned books. Of course that's happening in Florida. Yeah. So are you um, going to protest the that we're doing book burning here, but you know, nobody really talks about the content of the books. Okay. We talk about the content of those books. But 
it's like encompassing the idea that it's about book burning and making it about that and all of those types of references that just give you that trigger feeling of, oh, we don't want to be like that as a society, but nobody takes the time to look at the content of the books and why they're completely inappropriate for children. And in the majority of the cases, when they're read out loud in city councils, they do not let them read them because of the content is so disturbing and and inappropriate, but then obviously it's okay for our children. So it's really sad. Yeah. So it's really crazy. Uh, Here she is. Let's check out what she had to say here. I can't. Is there volume on this? Yeah, I don't see any volume. Oh, it's down here. Go ahead. For some reason, there is no volume on here. Oh, weird. Okay, well. Let's, uh... Gonna get myself connected. <laughs> I ain't gonna go blind. It's fine. It's fine. So she's going to hand out porno books. Enough, right? Exactly. She's going to hand out porno books uh, because she is a freak and she loves the agenda of sexualizing children and creating um, pedophile zombie uh, turds. So, whatever. There's that. Okay, let's move on. Don't go to see Pink. Don't go see Pink. She's a piece of shit. Basically. Sorry. Uh, For sure. Professors. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah. This bestiality thing. So there was this article, too. <laughs> Uh, Princeton uh, professor Peter Singer sparks backlash after urging followers to read and ponder thought-provoking article promoting bestiality. Uh, So he urged his uh, ex-community, look at this guy, he he wants to encourage you to have sex with animals, probably birds. so yeah, so he's he does this. He's like another thought-provoking article is zoo zoophilia is morally permissible. <laughs> so he's like, check out this book. This piece challenges one of society's strongest taboos and uh, argues for the moral permiss- permissibly of s- some forms of sexual contact between humans and animals. So you should definitely not what listen to this freak. Uh, I thought that was a, a weird one. Uh, what else? This Richmond Slavery Monument is a uh, black dude with dreads and a hoodie. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Majestic. Yes, it is. Here's some Disney... Uh, pronouns for the janitors. What, wait, what, what, what? Disney's latest DI move is to give pronoun pins to Epcot janitors? Oh, wow. So, like, everybody at Disney is gay. Pretty gay. Also, here's this. Suspecting... Also, into kids. (laughs) It's, it's, 
retarded. Uh, suspect in custody after 30 horses are killed at racetrack in New York. So sad. Uh, so sad. Mm. Horses. The horses meant everything to us. I couldn't get in the barn. It was totally engulfed. Um, yeah. Sad. Pray for the horses. Sadness. What happened to the horses? So for owners, for the owners of 30 horses that were killed last week when an arsonist set fire to a stable at a New York State racetrack, there are only mysteries and grief. Uh, yeah, it's so sad. It's so sad. They're probably trying to protest racing, but, um, yeah, let's go ahead and kill them by fire. That's does what? It's so sick. Yeah. Uh, here is a freakazoid one, uh, scientists create Frankenstein chimera monkey with fingers and eyes that glow green. Wow. Yep. But yeah, no, everything's cool. Everything's good. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. So that's a good thing for what? science that to be doing. Chimeric monkeys. This is how they create. Alex Jones is right again. Yeah. Oh, here was a real quick kind of going back to the beginning of the episode. How do I play this on, on here, drones? Sorry. We'll do uh, that would be laptop screen, and you gotta just click on the thing. Just click. Today we're. Oops. Today we're gonna play a game called. Hum sorry, sorry, sorry. I saw this TikTok. It's like going back to the Hamas uh, stuff. I saw this video on one of John Bounds' um, reports, and I was like, "Oh man, I haven't seen that." Uh, so I went to find it. Here it is. Today we're going to play a game called Hamas or. There is no law against raping your wife. Is this Hamas or the Taliban? The Taliban? The answer was Hamas. Oh, wonderful. This law makes it nearly impossible for women and kids to submit claims of incest. Is that Hamas or North Korea? North Korea? The answer was Hamas. Wow. Women of all ages legally need a male guardian to travel. Is that Hamas or ISIS? ISIS. The answer was Hamas. Oh, yeah, that's... In an honor killing, it is basically legal for men to murder women and girls if they are promiscuous. Is that Hamas or the Taliban? Taliban? The answer was Hamas. Uh, this is a real terrorist organization. They're not freedom fighters. Hamas was just every one of them. This seems so unfair for women. Thanks for educating me. I think women of color, uh, women generally, uh, LGBTQ individuals, everyone needs to know like who they're supporting. <laughs> I mean, obviously we know. Where, where they were pretty receptive. Like um, it was good to see how open-minded they were about it because usually people will shut down when they feel like they've, they've been well, taking I mean, the wrong stand. Yeah. And then Adon sent me this video uh, on Twitter, so I wanted to check it out.
What do you, so I don't know, right? It sucks that we are in this world like this, right? Where it's that's like, pretty intense. I don't know. Like she had sunglasses on her head, you know. Like if you were being human trafficked, would they care if you had sunglasses to block the sun? I don't know. It doesn't seem so I have real. So many questions. Um, Let's see what happened before that video started. Like, what was yeah. the whole point of? What's going on? Yeah, there? yeah, exactly. That's the problem with TikTok. Yeah, that's the problem <laughs> right. with TikTok. TikTokity talk tick. All right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> that was super fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, that's kind of why that video went viral. Um, is because of that. But yeah, so insane insane was there anything Lacey that you can think of that we didn't hit on that you think we might be missing well it's been a little bit of a crazy week um you know we have I basically I'm like we finally have uh, elected somebody to represent us in the house and it still seems pretty quiet like not a lot of actions going on there um they're also teasing a government shutdown on Friday. So that's going to be a distraction. Um, it's just creeping closer to the election. It just seems to get more and more intense and everybody be on guard. Yeah. Basically. Right. Yeah. Everything is just really getting um to the breaking point. We talk about this a lot and we need more people out there pushing back. And, you know, like we always do the show on Tuesday and, you know, sometimes we don't make it on every Tuesday, but we do try um, to show up every Tuesday and do what we can on this side of things. Um, even if that means just giving out information or updating people on what's going on because they don't have the time to go and look around and see what's going on. So we try to break it, break all of the, um, information down for you or bring it at least to the table and let you consume it at your own pace. Um, by looking into it, you know, after the show's over the next day. You know what I wanted to mention that just came to me also, the news that came out about the Nord Stream pipeline and the Ukrainian involvement. And, yeah, you um, want to give us just, some information about that? Uh, basically, they had, um, I forget where they were actually from, but they sent some people out to investigate the Nord Stream pipeline explosion and they linked uh, Ukrainian special operatives to the gas line explosion, which it seems somewhat accurate because it goes through Ukraine. Also, um, obviously we had bragged about wanting it to be blown up. So our involvement hand in hand with that as well, basically they're denying it, but why would they not, you know? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, we know that they're always have their, um, how do they say it? They're like, have their hands in the bucket or something. Oh, like yeah. They're always doing something, always up to something. And uh, it's almost like the wait and see game 
It's like the wait and see game. Uh, kind of like, kind of like the wait and see game, the wait and see game that we kind of, kind of play around in towards the end of the show. Um, I know a lot of people that play the wait and see game to wait and see when exactly the Illuminati weather forecast is happening. And I got news for you guys. It's happening right now. (laughs) It is time. Illuminati weather report brought to you by the Liberty broadcast.com. It uh, looks like the Illuminati is uh, going to start uh, causing things to uh, get a little bit cooler, a lot wetter for those of us here in the U.S. But um, across the world, uh, the Illuminati is causing earthquakes. Yes, uh, volcanoes are erupting all over the world all at the same time, which are causing all these earthquakes to pop up. And it's this one of these could be the big one. The big one, the biggest one of all the big ones that could cause the tectonic plates to shift and smash into each other and then California is going to fall off the edge and it's going to go into the ocean and then the the, the, uh, the, the national parks in America are going to turn into a super volcano and it's going to cause a nuclear winter and we're all going to freeze and die and uh, back to you Rachel. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, great graphics as always. Love it. Yeah, Drones, you really know how to give us a good uh, show on that every time. You hit the nail on the target every time, and we love it, and we love listening to you. I don't think any, you know, whenever we first did the show, we used to have the guests do it. And that was fun, but then drones would have to fill in for the times we didn't have guests, <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just got really great at it, and yeah. uh, and so we love that. Uh, before we do completely end the show, I did want to share this flyer um, with everyone, and that is our, our good friends at Beyond the Mask are. Um, once again, they're doing another Stop the Invasion protest. Um, this one is going to be in Eagle Pass. I believe there is another one, yes, here in San Antonio, closer to, uh, we're, we're not in San Antonio, but we're not too far away being here in Austin, Texas. Um, so that's going to be on Saturday or on, um, I think it's a Saturday. So it's going to be November 18th. Me and Adon, that is uh, this Saturday. Me and Adon went to one of these. We were invited. We went with Anthony and and the Beyond the Mask crew and got a really crazy insider's look at what exactly is happening there at the border. Um, So pretty wild times. Here is the other one at Eagle Pass. Sorry. At Eagle Pass, uh, that one is going to be on... Thursday and Friday. So Thursday and Friday, 11 to 9, um, Eagle Pass. And then this Saturday is the one in San Antonio, um, 12 to 4. So if you guys are around, uh, the more support, the better. These kinds of things are great uh, to bring light to because you don't really know. And being here in Austin and realizing and and sharing also with people, I, I did share with people, 
um, that we went to a facility, a processing facility for um, illegals and the things that we saw there and the people were like, what? That's happening here? What? I can't believe it. And, you know, I was telling them about how these unmarked vans and unregistered or expired register registration vehicles were coming and just dropping off you know, loads and loads of immigrants. And it was really, really crazy. Some wearing ankle monitors, children, lots of men, of course. And then, um, so anyway, just a really crazy, crazy thing to see in person. So show big support for Beyond the Mask. Um, they're always out there doing a lot. I used to run into them at protest. Um, really, really great uh, people handling that. So be a part of that. Uh, Lacey, you got anything else you want to uh, tell the people? Or um... Well, guys, I'm so excited to be a part of the show. Thank you so much for welcoming on, welcoming me on. And also happy almost Thanksgiving week. So that's <laughs> coming up. It's exciting. Oh, yeah, we should tell them. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. That It is coming up for sure. We are excited about that. I actually have a lot of uh, things. I have some family coming into town and things like that. And so, uh, guys, I will let you guys know that we are actually going to be on a little hiatus um, after this show. Uh, this is our 98th show. We have one more show before our crazy... Uh, 100th party episode. Uh, so that is going to be really wild. Uh, we are looking at doing that. Um, the 100th episode, I believe, is going to be in December. So we're going to be taking off the 21st and the 28th. Um, of this month due to the holidays and having some family coming into town. Um, we will do the 98th episode, or I mean, 99th episode on the 5th. Um, and the hundredth episode on December 12th, right? Um, before we really start getting into the Christmas holiday. Um, so just keep that in mind, everyone that so we will exciting. not be here yet. Yeah. We're also going to be, uh, testing out some stuff, uh, for that hundredth episode. So we are so excited about uh, the special guests that we're going to have. And, you know, we're going to have a bunch of people in studio. So a lot of previous guests will be here and uh, it's going to be definitely a show to remember and uh, tune into for sure. So, Can't wait. I know. Sounds so fun. Excited. Air horns, please. Yes. Where are they? <laughs> huh? uh, <laughs> I don't even know. I used to hit them all the time. The air horns. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be so much fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 100 episodes guys and that's 100 episodes since we started the recount when we re kind of s establish things yeah, yeah. <laughs> great awesome jones you got anything for the people uh yes <clears throat> actually i would like to say uh everybody in the chat thank you all for tuning in uh in the chat we've had uh Kristen harris come in we've had uh patrick sean pino uh gabriel gadesi has been tuning in watching since day one shout out yep uh let's see we've had uh yeah we've had so many wonderful hannah clark people. come in yeah oh yeah hannah we love hannah mario l pentamel thank mm -hmm. you guys for coming in dream the dream 888 dream from the tmi and uh tima and uh follow civilization thank you all for tuning in 
if I missed you, uh, there's a lot of names here. It's hard to tell them. But thank you all for tuning in. And uh, we broadcast every Tuesday uh, at 8-ish in between, sometime in between 8 and 9 p.m. Uh, at thelibertybroadcast.com. And y'all live free. And stay free. And we will see you guys next month. Have love a good you night. guys. Have a good night. We love you. Goodbye.